Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with your daily VRA investing podcast. Going to cover some, uh, obviously, market action today. Really good internals again, uh, but uh, not great action uh, in, in the broad market overall. Uh, and then we're going to get into this election information, some really shocking. I mean, we probably overuse that word because every day we learn new shocking details. I'm going to cover some of that that's included in the uh, Texas lawsuit that's now been joined by 17,000 other states. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get all 50,000 states uh, to join because that's everyone's got to be part of this. Uh, obviously, Democrat states won't, but, you know, of the, of the 50 states, we need to have more than the 18 that have joined this lawsuit so far. And everyone should be in it that cares about uh, fair elections and doing the right thing. I know that uh, that's not doesn't really apply to really the Democrats' game plan, uh, playing by the rules of Saul Alinsky and rules for radicals. But to the rest of us, you know what? Doing things the right way and fairness and equity uh, and uh, the new buzz phrase, the uh, equal protection clause of the Constitution. It's something a whole lot of people are about to learn a whole lot more about. Let's talk about the markets first. Dow Jones today uh, down another 70 points after his losses yesterday. Uh, yes, uh, Dow Jones closing just below 30,000.75 cents below 30,000, closing at 29,999. Um, also, Laurel today, SP 500, again, losses of four points, closing at 3668. Uh, our big winner on the day today was NASDAQ, which lost uh, uh, just over 2% yesterday, clawed back about half a percent of that today. And the Stallworth again today, Russell 2000, up 1% on the day. Um, let's cover the internals here because, again, internals today were solid. It's just, it's just going to be very, very, very hard for the market to begin to fall as long as these internals are as solid as they've been. So, again, even today, uh, with the Dow down 70, positive internals. Uh, NYSE positive uh, on uh, advanced decline. Not not a lot, but slightly positive. But look at this up-down volume. We had 1.1 billion more shares positives today uh, in volume than negative. And again, that's with both the Dow and S&P 500 lower. This is just not the sign of a market that wants to go lower. It's just not. NASDAQ advanced decline, uh, uh, 2 to 1 positive. NASDAQ, up-down volume, 2.5 to 1 positive. So really good readings in NASDAQ. Again, NASDAQ semis lead. They got slaughtered yesterday, uh, made a recovery day today. We also had today, what is that, about uh, right at about 400 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 19 hitting new 52-week lows. But still, we are extreme overbought on steroids. There's no getting around that. We have more than 90% of all NYSE stocks trading above the 200-day moving average. That is rare air, and uh, it's a time, generally speaking, for some caution uh, as we head into uh, year-end. But again, these internals uh, sure point to higher, mar- higher stock prices here. But again, short-term, there are elevated risk here, and there's really no escaping that fact. That is just the case. But this IBL market, as Tyler has re- reminded me, is making a serious comeback starting to sniff what we felt in what, we, what I saw in 1998-1999. Again, 99, we had 500 companies go public that average gains on day one of better than 100%. Of those 500, 137 companies went public with gains of uh, uh, over 200%. So uh, 
we're getting back to it. You know, there's so much money in the system, so much liquidity. It's got to go somewhere. $17 trillion worth of global bonds, global government debt is trading with a negative yield now. That's another fresh record. Again, you know, uh, Tina, there is no alternative. Where are you going to put your money? Equities remain the play. And the Fed, of course, has got our back. Don't fight the tape. Don't fight the Fed. Uh, sector watch today. Of our 11 SP500 sectors, we had, quick refresh, eight finished lower, three finished higher. Energy, again, continuing to, to, to plow higher, up almost 3% today. That was our leader. On the downside, the industrials down just under 1%. Oil today was up again to its highest price since March the 5th. Uh, at uh, forty six eighty nine a barrel, up a dollar thirty six a barrel today. But again, that that trade in March when it was trading at forty six eighty nine, right where it is now, that was the last day before the collapse started. It took oil down into negative territory, almost like negative rates. Oil, remember, went to minus forty dollars a barrel on that structural deformity uh, that, uh, that 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 took place back in March at the beginning of coronavirus insanity. Okay. Wanted to talk to you today about this Texas lawsuit just a little bit because the American thinker is out with a, a really an extraordinary piece that breaks kind of a cliff notes version of the Texas lawsuit, which of course is many, many pages long. Broken down by state, and I'm gonna just give you the highlights or the lowlights, if you will, as as I read it, for Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Here are the most shocking details from this, and these th- these are the final, final numbers. According to the Texas suit, again, that's now been joined by 18 other states. Number one, Pennsylvania. On the day before the election, the state had uh, 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 sent out a total of 2.7 million mail-in ballots. Miraculously, after the election, that number somehow grew to 3.1 million. That's an increase of 400,000 ballots. Where did those 400,000 ballots come from? 400,000 ballots. Of course, what we don't know, and it's unknowable until there's further inspection, how many of those 400,000 ballots that were cast fraudulently went to Joe Biden rather than Trump? I think you can all assume that 90% of those extra 400,000 ballots went to Joe Biden. Otherwise, he gets, he gets dusted heavily. That's what happened legitimately here. Folks, this is why we're not about to abandon this and concede in the election. The fraud is just too apparent. Uh, Supreme Court, someone's got to do something about this. Hopefully, it will be the Supreme Court taking action because, again, equal protection clause, right? Texas and, uh, and, and these other 18 states are saying loud and clear, we have been disenfranchised. Our vote, the, voter, the voters in our states have been blatantly disenfranchised. Their votes no longer count because of the fraud taking place in these states. Here's what happened in Michigan. And again, if you have an ounce of common sense and and decency about you, this will shock you as well. In Michigan, 174,000 ballots had no valid registration number. What does that mean? All the experts say that means those ballots were simply run multiple times. 174,000 fraudulent ballots in Michigan that were run multiple times to get to that total. How many were cast for Biden? Yeah, it's 90%. We, we don't even have to know. We already know from the research that's already been done. This is the only way Biden could have won Pennsylvania or Michigan. Happened in Wisconsin as well. I'll, I'll leave you with this one. In Wisconsin, 100,000 ballots just happened to show up the day after the election. Again, 
we went to bed. Trump had huge leads. We wake up. Here come these fraudulent ballots. Without question, we know in Wisconsin, at least 90% of those 100,000 ballots that were just that's turned up. <laughs> Here we go. I forgot they were packed, parked in my van down by the lake. Here they go. They're all for Biden. Here's the way they summed it up. This is the Texas lawsuit. This is, this is, you've probably seen these headlines, but I just want to cover it one more time. The Texas lawsuit claims the odds of Biden overcoming Trump's lead on election night and winning any of the states after the point indicated was one in a quadrillion. That means the odds of him winning all four of these states were one in a quadrillion to the fourth power. These aren't even lottery numbers, lottery possibilities. This is that outrageous that, again, how the, if the Supreme Court doesn't pick this up, they must not value their jobs, at least these conservative justices, because, again, right now they have got a slight majority, 6-3, more like 5-4 probably with John Roberts. But you know what? If, uh, if, if the Supreme Court now doesn't take this case and if somehow this election does go to Biden, court packing will mean the conservative justice on the Supreme Court won't be the majority for long. They'll soon be the minority and they'll be in the minority forever with court packing that the Dems fully plan on doing. No question about it. And if they can rig the presidential election, there should be no doubt in anyone's mind that they're going to rig the senatorial election coming up in Georgia on January the 5th. Um, okay, our commodity watch today. Gold today. Oh, one more thing, Facebook. You probably saw the news today that 48 states are suing Facebook. Uh, for all kinds of wrongs they supposedly have done. I'm just going to tell you straight up. This 48 states, including liberal states that love Facebook, right, uh, because they control the propaganda machine that Dems have to have to stay in power. These 48 states would not be suing Facebook unless Facebook wanted it to happen. Take that to the bank. Facebook's in favor of this. They want to be broken up. If you doubt it, spend a little time researching what happened to AT&T when they were broken up. Spend a little time looking into Standard Oil when they were broken up. The value created out of those breakups in today's dollars, easily in the trillions. It may not be quite that much for, for Facebook, but they know that the sum of the parts is worth more, more than the whole. They want to be broken up. And also, I believe strongly, and I'm not seeing this anywhere, but I, would, I think you can take this to the bank as well. I think this is Bible. That the game will be, once Facebook is broken up, which will look like it, they're being penalized, right? Oh, my gosh, so all the states are coming after them. Wow, they're really playing hardball with Facebook. Yeah, right. What will happen also is Facebook will uh, be granted uh, immunity for any previous charges that might be brought against them for violation of Section 230 or uh, freedom of speech issues and all the massive uh, – uh, cover-ups and crimes and the vote rigging and manipulation that they've done, covering up all the Biden information, shutting out Trump voices, etc. So, yeah, I think Facebook wants this to happen without question. And that's uh, until I see evidence otherwise, I think we should assume that is exactly the case. These oligarchs that run these uh, social media companies, uh, they essentially run the government. I mean, first of all, they're in in created by intelligence agencies. They have complete power with that. Uh, that's a powerful combo there. And uh, bad things just don't happen to these guys unless they want it to happen, meaning 
It looks bad, but it's really good. Okay, a VRA commodity watch. Uh, kind of quiet day today, except for oil. Gold today, uh, thir- eighteen thirty-eight an ounce. That's unchanged from the day. Silver up thirteen cents at twenty-four twelve. Uh, oil again up a dollar thirty-six a barrel to forty-six eighty-nine. Highest price since March the fifth. Uh, copper today continuing to move higher. Copper up to another seven-year high today, up two percent at three fifty-eight a pound. We love that story here. And Bitcoin again, quiet day there as well. Bitcoin trading up twenty-nine dollars at eighteen thousand. 375. Folks, hope you had a great day. As always, thank you for being here with us. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.